everyone, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. It's episode 173, and today we're entitling this episode Updates and Goodbyes. And that that may sound a little scary to you. Don't worry, we're not going anywhere. But uh, but a certain piece of uh, Nintendo hardware might be going somewhere uh, pretty soon, or maybe uh, already is in the works. But we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, as far as introductions, my name is Steve, and I am uh, so glad to talk to you guys uh, tonight about Nintendo. Um, but it's not just me. I'm I'm also joined by Barry. Hey Barry, how's it going? Hey, Steve. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. And uh, Greg will be joining us a little later in the podcast, so we'll uh, we'll be sure to kind of bring him in. He had some other some personal stuff that he had to to take care of before he joined us tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, it'd be cool just to, to chat with you, Barry, and until uh, until Greg gets here. No, it's always a pleasure. Look forward to it every week. For sure. And we're also grateful that you are here. Um, And a lot of you are in the chat room every week and and chatting with us during the live broadcast that we do uh, every other Monday night. Um, If you are if you've never joined us in the live chat and never joined us for a a live show, uh, be sure to do that. You can check us out on NintendoFuse.com or sorry youtube.com slash Nintendo Fuse. Um, you can also check us out on NintendoFuse.com as well. We have uh, all the, the links there to to follow us there. And um, and if you are uh, joining us tonight, thanks for, for jumping in the chat and uh, joining in the conversation. We love hearing your thoughts about everything that we talk about. Um, but make sure, make sure that you're also uh, joining us on social media throughout the week. We love carrying on the conversation uh, throughout the week. So find us on uh YouTube, but also find us on Twitter and find us on Instagram and and uh, Facebook. We have a Facebook group, and we also have a Discord now. Um, we've had it for a little while. It was kind of underground and everything, but we're now tra- starting to uh, to let you guys know about that and everything. So follow us on social media. You'll see our links to our Discord um, uh, channel there, and and so much more. And we would love to to have you guys join in the in the conversation about what you're playing, what you're enjoying, and uh, and what all of this Nintendo news. Um, apart from our podcast, but uh, yeah, thanks again for for joining us tonight. So before we get into any of the conversations, um, our reviews and reactions to what's been going on lately and, and talk about the news discussion and everything, uh, let's talk about, as we do normally, what we've been playing. So apart from the stuff that we're going to dive in a little deeper, uh, Barry, have you been playing anything else lately? Uh, yeah, obviously I'm not going to talk about the, the things we will be talking about, but obviously I, I did play that. Um, but uh, yeah, on the phone, I'm still doing Pokemon Go, although I'm getting close to getting tired of it. Uh, I'm still doing Dragalia Lost as actually a Fire Emblem crossover event right now, which is perfect for Greg. And of course, he's not playing it, um, but that's a lot of fun. Uh, they just added a whole bunch of new modes. They did a whole bunch of reworkings in the game, like for a, for a free game. Um, they did a whole bunch of giveaways. They did you know, Twitter competitions. They they reworked the whole system. Like people complained, and they're like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna rework the whole system, and we're gonna retroactively reward you if you previously got stuff that are now we we changed the values." Hmm. Um, and I was like, "Holy crap! Like that's so nice. They're actually doing retroactive stuff." Um, so I'm really happy with Dragalia. I'm not happy with the the my my luck right now in the the summons uh, i'm having absolutely terrible luck but that's rng for you uh i'm also uh i had some time to play on the switch so no time doesn't apply this time i actually <laughs> have some time and uh i sat down with reverie 
uh, which is a Zelda Link to the Past style game with uh, Star Tropics vibes. Uh, it was fairly quick. I think it took me five hours to beat. Um, a lot of fun. So I, I got to do that. And, uh, and other than that, I've been busy in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, Shadow Breakers is so close now, and we're just trying to finish up some stuff and, and work with my group on things and, you know, hang out there. So uh, that's about it for in terms of gaming. Uh, I also happen to go see a little movie this past weekend called, I don't know, Avengers Endgame. Some people might have heard of it. Uh, so that, that and the hype around that certainly took a lot of my time, too. <laughs> That's true. I, w- I was thinking we'd, we'd probably get into a, a little bit of uh, Avengers Endgame talk tonight. It's not, of course, not an Avengers uh, uh, podcast by any means. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's a little game called uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 coming out. So it, it kind of ties in. Of course, it's, it's Marvel. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, such such a great movie. For those listening, those watching that haven't seen it yet, we won't dive into any spoilers. Don't worry about that or anything. You don't have to tune out or anything. But uh, but yeah, a quick review. I I, I loved it. it. It was definitely a great movie. Did did you agree? Absolutely. It's one of those that I think just going into it. If you've only seen like an Infinity War or something, you'll enjoy it. But if you've seen all 21 movies prior to, you will enjoy it that much more. Like it is a yeah. total love letter uh, to to fans. And I, I, I don't know, I probably give it a 9.5 only because like I wanted more and they already gave so much. But like I had hopes that they would do a little bit more. And I know that's being totally greedy and unrealistic and that's fine. Um, but yeah, I absolutely loved it and I can't wait till it comes out to watch it again. Nice. Yeah. I think I actually might go see it again tomorrow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm flying out. I'm being Atlanta this week. Um, but, uh, yeah, doing some different things, but before all the stuff that I, I need to do this week gets started, um, I'll be meeting up with a couple friends, and they're like, "Hey, does everyone want to see uh, Endgame again?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I totally see it again. I'd see it five times in one week if I could, um, except for I just don't have that kind of money. But uh, I'll, I'll at least watch it twice for sure." But uh, yeah, like you said, I that, that movie could have gone on for like. 10 hours and I still wouldn't have been pleased enough. Like I would have wanted more. So, but anyway, um, we don't want oh, <laughs> to talk about just Avengers tonight. Uh, yeah. So what did I play? I played a lot more rocket league rocket pass three is, is out right now. So I've been playing a lot more rocket league and they changed up the, the way they do, uh, the rocket pass this time. So not only do you uh, advance, um, based on your, your, um, XP and everything in the game and your level, uh, but you can also do some have, they have like challenges, um, each, each time as well. And so, um, that kind of add to it. And so there's, there's different ways to to level up within the rocket pass this time and some pretty cool stuff to to earn this might actually be the i haven't bought the premium version of it yet um but this might be one of the times that i do uh spring for premium because there's pretty cool uh rewards in in that version of it so um yeah rocket league is always a game that i play a lot um it's actually funny now that you can reorder your uh your games like on the see all thing and, and the switch with the, la- the last update um rocket league is very much at the top of my list um and it came in handy uh for looking up uh these these other games we're going to be talking about um soon because it was easy to find them because they were also at the top of the list uh but what else did i play i also played uh hob the Defin- definitive edition um so that was a game I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. Um, and I actually did record. Um, I, I, I didn't stream it, but I did uh, capture my first like 
think 40 minutes or an hour or something like that with the game um, that I'm going to actually put up on the channel um, maybe even later this week. Uh, to, and I can try to talk through my experience with it. So you get kind of get first impressions um, while I'm playing it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun game. Um, I really, it doesn't tell you a whole lot. And so you're kind of learning as you go. And, and sometimes I was lost and sometimes I was confused at what to do, but overall it's, it's an interesting um it's an interesting take on a kind of fantastical sort of platformer adventure. And um, yeah, I, I'm not sure if I'm yet at a place where I can recommend it or not recommend it yet. Um, I need to play some more, but it's, it's definitely worth, I think uh, looking into as of right now, for sure. Uh, Jakester looks like he's been playing uh, animal crossing pocket camp and uh, yeah. Talking about that a little bit. He wants to play Dragalia. Um, but started playing um, Fate Grand Order uh, instead. But uh, yeah, I've, I've not played that game either. So I don't know much about that one. Um, but yeah, if you're uh, you know joining us in the chat, be sure to, to let us know what you've been playing. Uh, let's jump into some reactions and uh, a bit of review sort of thing. So last Last podcast, we talked a lot about virtual reality and Labo VR. You know, uh, they had their their cardboard uh, version of, of virtual reality for for the Nintendo Switch, and we talked about the basic um, you know the games that come with the set itself. Uh, but since then, we've actually gotten the two updates to both uh, Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey, and uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and they both brought apart uh, brought up, brought upon. Um, us the the VR you know ways to play the game and so um, did you get a chance to to check out both of those yet Barry? Yep, yeah, I did. I got a chance to play those uh, two of the things I was doing. Uh, I did Mario Odyssey first, and as I played it, I realized that like, well, make sure you're seated. So I was sitting on my couch, just relaxed and back, you know. And I realized I needed to be in a swivel chair for this. And the more I wanted to look around, it became harder to do because, like, some it's like a 3D, like you're in the center of like this 3D arena. And with the the quality of the screen, which I did clean, by the way, so it was clean, but just things were blurry. Things were hard to make out on the screen in in the 3D, and the like, objects were 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 not totally crystal clear and it started giving me a headache mm. so i did like a couple instruments and i was like well i did notice that it says you could play on tv oh this is cool okay let's do this uh and it wouldn't let me it was it was only non-vr mode so i did it non-vr mode and handheld and it was the same thing so now i still it was gyro camera and i can't do gyro camera uh, it's one of the reasons like with splatoon i had to turn it off because it actually triggers my vertigo um, just the actual moving, like I, I just wanted to use my analog sticks. I'm like, can I just play this mode in analog stick? And it wouldn't let me. So I really couldn't do more. And I think that's a little bit of an oversight. Hmm. They should just allow you to use the analog stick like the rest of the game to, to, to yeah. the camera as an option. So hmm. I'm gated out of seeing that content, which kind of annoyed me. Um, Cause I wanted to see it, but I'm gated out of it. I actually, uh, I, I, I did experience something very similar to you with, um, with the, 
with the swivel chair thing. And I was glad actually, I was actually playing in this chair and I, and I had to move my other table and my desk and everything away. Cause I was like, I need free range movement for this game uh, to be able to like spin around. And actually I, I really enjoyed um, being able to do that and, and move around. But I also did notice that, that some of the stuff was, was also a little blurry. You had to zoom in to be able to even see some of the stuff in the distance, which I thought was weird that you'd have to, zoom in and and it's almost like there was like trickery of being able to hold down both your shoulder button and your and your trigger button to be able to zoom in and also hit the ground pound at the same time and and i actually wasn't used to playing um like because i always wondered i was like i thought it was to be able to, like just moving mario around with a with a joy con and jumping and that's it but you actually had to play with the joy cons attached and that was kind of weird but i did feel like i mean this this is a version that was made for it I felt it was it was better designed overall um, than Zelda. We'll get into a second, but but in a way, I, I I didn't have a whole lot of fun with it. But I feel like it was made. It was a mode made for VR. Um, but like you said, it would have. I didn't even notice that uh, that some of those other things weren't included because um, that that is kind of unfortunate that you can't move around with the with the analog stick. Uh, I don't know how they how they overlooked that. Yeah, um, I agree. It definitely was made for VR. And it is a neat little tech demo type thing. And if we do get a Switch Pro down the road and the quality of the screen is better and looking through those things that are blurry or now crystal clear and I have to squint to see or zoom in to see, I think those things would help. But I also think just allowing you to play that mode on TV with the analog stick, uh, obviously it takes away from the whole VR experience. And I totally get that. But if you're going to have the option to not play it in VR anyway, why don't you just have the option to allow you to play with the standard controls that the yeah. rest of the game follows? Yeah. What I didn't, uh, the overall thing is, I, I guess I like being able to, I actually played through it. I didn't get sick or headache or anything like that, but it wasn't that fun to me. Like, and so even like, I don't think, I guess what I'm saying is I don't think you're really missing out on a lot um, and not being able to play it. The main game is like 10 times better than this little mode. It really is. Like you said, a tech demo, I think more than anything else It's showing how it could work. Um, but it's not that fun. What I actually enjoyed um, was being able to watch uh, some of the, the videos, like in the theater mode, um, they showed the opening or the closing, uh, you know, cinematic screen or uh, showing and everything. And that was that was kind of cool. And actually that's what I've, I've found that I think I enjoy more than anything else is I enjoy taking in content in VR. I enjoy like watching something because it feels like you're, you're watching this gigantic screen on the switch. It's not that clear and the resolution is not that great, but, but it's kind of cool to just take it in and be able to see, like almost have this, this gigantic theater kind of mode right in front of your face. Um, so that's kind of cool, but yeah, I don't think you're really missing out much. <laughs> it's, it's not that fun, but um, all right. So that's that's Mar Super Mario Odyssey. Let's talk about let's talk about Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, so feel free to go ahead and jump in. What was your experience with uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild? I oh, I think you're muted again. I brought myself over to um, the the uh, Great Plateau because I figured this is going to be a nice starting point. This is going to be where I can look around and I could see what it looks like in, in 3D. So I got there, I turned on VR mode, and at, at first I was like, this is kind of cool. 
and then I decided to move my head. And that was kind of a mistake because when you move your head, the game counts it as the camera swiveling completely. So instead of just like looking just to the left or something, the whole camera swings to the left around Link. And it does like it's very jarring because you're, you're sitting down, you're not moving. But by turning the camera, the camera itself literally rotates like on an axis. And uh, that was very jarring to me. Uh, my wife tried it as well, and she had something very similar. Looking, just looking around made her a little dizzy. Uh, but then I realized, unlike Mario Odyssey, you can use the analog stick to, for camera. So I was like, okay, this at least is better. So if I keep my head straight and I use the analog stick, then it's cool. It's kind of like playing on like the 3DS with the 3D slider on. And I ran around and killed some things, uh, helped some villagers. And I'm like, this is this is at least a little bit better. But the headache started to come from straining the eyes, A, and B. Uh, again, the screen quality is just not that great. And things were blurry and things were you know, harder to see. And I'm used to playing that on the big screen where everything looks beautiful. So I was like, oh, okay, this, this is nice. This is a neat little tech demo kind of deal. I'm probably never going to do this again. And I promptly turned off VR mode. And that was my experience. Nice. Well, you lasted longer than I did. Um, because I think I made it about mm, 10 seconds before I was about to puke. Um, it was, it was very jarring and, and I tried, like I said, Mario, and I was like, oh, this is actually, it works pretty well. Cause it's a stationary camera, but man, with it, when it gets starting to move and, and all of a sudden I swung around behind him and then I moved my head up and down and I, it moves the camera. I, I moved around a little bit trying to get out of the way of a, of a guardian. And I was, I was just toast. I was like, oh, I've got to turn this off right away. And that's what I encountered. Well, I encountered beforehand, um, but I re-encountered the, the, I don't know, just the, it, I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like Nintendo just really uh, missed the boat entirely with this Zelda VR thing because the menu structure is almost unreadable in VR. And if you, so if you don't know where things are already, you don't know your buttons and stuff to how to get around, you can't really read them. And and the HUD is just messed up and the, the words on the menus are like stretched to the side. Cause that looks cool on a big screen, but it doesn't look cool in VR. Um, so it's not made for that at all. And it just, they just half did it halfway. And I was really surprised because normally Nintendo doesn't do that sort of thing. They pretty, pretty put their, their top quality stuff, especially on their, you know, top IP. Um, but this just feels like they just like shoved it out the door and go, Oh, look, we did Zelda VR. Yay. Hope you enjoy. Um, but yeah, I did not have a good experience with it at all. And, and like I said, it, it got made me puke in about 10 seconds. Um, so I don't know, like, I, was it, was it easy to keep your, your head steady? I mean, maybe that's my trick. I just needed like yeah. not move at all. <laughs> it, it wasn't too bad. Um, because again, I was focused on, on the camera moving with the analog stick had i moved my head it would have moved the camera as well which would have been weird and again it was kind of like popping in a 3ds game when you first get it and you put that 3d slider up and you're like oh this is pretty cool and then after a few minutes you're like all right this is starting to hurt my eyes and you turn the 3d slider all the way down you're like okay now i can play this game comfortably and enjoy and that's kind of how i felt it was like this is neat now i want to turn this off take it out of the the labo vr 
and put it right in the dock and continue playing on the TV where it's better screen quality and more fun. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't actually played um, very much with the, the joy cons attached either. either. And so that was kind of hard to get used to. Um, I prefer playing with the pro controller. Um, and, and I think that that's you like, that just is not going to last very long when you have your, like, even if you are able to keep your head steady and, and experience that, that's just going to get old really quick. And I can't imagine anybody playing the entire game like that. Well, that's interesting too, because when, when the switch first came out, obviously breath of the wild was the first thing I played and I played it first in handheld, uh, just setting things up. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. And I went to the screen or the TV. I, I really never looked back. I think one other time I, I was upstairs, like I was in the middle of a dungeon or, or a shrine. And I was like, Oh, you know, I, I want to keep, continue this before I go to bed. I took it upstairs and just playing in handheld there regularly it actually again triggered my vertigo like just the constant up down like looking around in 3d in a small screen it actually was starting to get to me i was like okay whoa i gotta pause this and especially because i was dealing with a a puzzle which was getting frustrating as well so i was trying to do that and go back and forth like it was just a mess so i'm like okay i tried it on the tv and i was fine so i'm like i really shouldn't play this game portably like like 3d games portably don't do as well for me as 2d games portably uh, so of course this is now Zelda portable with, uh, with now the 3d effect. So it, it was not a match made in heaven for me, but I got to experience it a little bit and see a little bit and it was impressive. I just, you know, it, it's, it's an afterthought. It really is. It's just, uh, we're tacked this on to help sell Labo. Yeah. 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 I wonder if, uh, if we'll see some, some game that actually is created with that in mind eventually. Um, I mean, you mentioned, um, like the, the 3d effect on, uh, Ocarina of Time 3d, um, games like that. It's kind of cool, but it's not really made for it. But then you do, you did have some other games with, um, Oh, I'm blanking on the name of it now. Wow. 3d uh, land. Yeah. Like that really just was made for it and it was cool. I mean, you could definitely play it without it but it was made with that in mind um, and it kind of added to that experience and i feel like that's kind of the difference between even how they approach super mario odyssey with the with the labo vr versus uh zelda um there one was made for one was just tacked on later and one is is a better experience than the other i i didn't really enjoy um the Mario Odyssey VR like a whole lot, but I, I enjoyed it a lot more than, than Zelda because I could actually play it um, versus just wanting to, to throw up the whole time. <laughs> um, all right. So that wasn't, that wasn't all the updates we got. Uh, we also got an update to uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Do you, do you want to hold off on that for a second? Cause there were, there were two other games oh, that I did there do were two updates. And we, and we can hold off and, and see if Greg is able to glance for it. So uh, what were the other two updates? Um, there was a Mario Tennis Aces update um, that actually added the ring mode that they uh, had previously done just in, in like timed events. They actually added that to the game as well as new characters. So I was like, all right, let me check that out. And it's exactly that. It is, there's nothing to strive for. It's just like, here's this mode we added in a while back and only for a limited time. Now you can play it whenever you want. And it was... It was kind of interesting because that game needs so much new content, and they keep adding characters, but they need it needs more content, and it's just kind of like felt tagged on. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I think you you played since the uh, the launch demo. No, I actually downloaded the because uh, they did another um, demo over the weekend, and I downloaded it, and I planned on playing it, and then I I never started it. Um, yeah, it was one of those games. I kind of got burnt on uh, the the Wii U version. Yeah. 
And uh, I decided it's like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get aces this time around. Um, and it seems like, I mean, there is more content than, than the Wii U version, but it's still, it seems like there's not enough content just yeah. yet. The other big game that got a, a major update was Starlink battle for Atlas, which uh, I think that went live today. So I, uh, I downloaded that. And what's interesting about that is it's a free update, but then the Star Fox stuff is actually pay. So I was like, uh, I was a little annoyed about that. But I'm like, let me do the free update first and see what this is like. Because the free update adds a whole new planet called the Crimson Moon. It has, like, bounties you could do and, and races you can do and a bunch of other content. I'm like, all right, this is really cool. So I boot up my game. I boot up my save file, my completed save file. Here's the chat, like, oh, yeah, we, this Crimson Moon appeared, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, let me go to it. And I noticed it was a Dreadnought. I'm like, what the hell? I beat this game. I cleared every planet. But now there was a Dreadnought. So I'm like, oh, I guess I got to go kill the Dreadnought. So I kill the Dreadnought, but it launches one of the, uh, the walkers on all planet. So now I have to go back to a planet I've completed. I've killed all the three towers that it now built, killed the Dreadnought, and, or the, the walker. I'm like, all right. That's it. Now I'm going to the Crimson Moon. So I am en route to the Crimson Moon, checking my map, and I notice another Dreadnought is going to appear in three minutes. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I just want to play this new content. So I say, screw it. I'm going to go to Crimson Moon. I go there. I start seeing the storyline. And I decide, let me try the races. So I'm doing the race, which... First off, the control's really weird. Like, drifting in that game is really weird and, and harder than it should be to pull off. The races themselves are actually not that fun, at least the one I did. Uh, I won it, but it wasn't really that fun. And I was, like, hoping for some kind of, like, F-Zero style, and it, it was not that fun. But in race, in one race, keep in mind, three laps, not one, but two walkers were sent down by that Dreadnought on two different planets. <laughs> So I'm like, mid-race, I'm getting these notifications. And I'm like, all I want to do is this new content. I, the, you, you just gave us this content. I want to experience this content. And now it's like, this is a chore. Can I turn this off? I've beaten the game. I don't need to keep fighting these things. I know it's supposed to be like a real world and a perpetual world kind of deal. But I don't care. I, I really don't care. But, but now all my progress on all these planets is slowly being wiped out because I want to experience the races. And I looked it up, and apparently... Some, sometimes it could take hours in between, and sometimes is every three minutes is another one. And I'm like, this is terrible design. Like, huh. I just want to turn this off. So because of that, because now I know like, my progress is going to be wiped on these planets, it's a chore to go back and do these because i got to fly across the galaxy to do it. And the racing wasn't that fun. I, I actually turned it off. I'm like, you know what? I don't care about the rest of the races. And as much as I want to see that Star Fox content – since it's not free, I don't want to give them my money right now because they're taking away stuff I've already earned in game by sending these stupid dreadnoughts after me. Wow. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. I, I hadn't heard about that yet. And and I actually forgot about the the update. Um, I know we, we had heard that it was coming uh, a while back, but I, I totally forgot. Um, that's really unfortunate because I, I was looking forward to experiencing that as well. Did you beat the game? Uh, I have not yet. I'm pretty close. But if you did yet. not beat the game, I don't think this occurs. Okay. Which, which is really stupid. You would think yeah. it would occur with the bad guy still alive, yeah. not when the bad guy's dead. Right. Right. That makes a lot more sense. And, <laughs> no. and especially like this kind of content is, I mean, really it's, it's designed for those people. I mean, it's designed for everybody, but 
for people that have already beaten the game, you'd think. So you can add more content to enjoy the game even more beyond your initial playthrough. And I understand what they were doing with the procedural world and constantly a threat, even though you killed a bad guy already. And I get that. And I get trying to make it seem like it's real life and you got to prioritize. But when when you can't, like I I literally took 45 minutes to to kill this one dreadnought and, and clear out this planet and find everything because nothing's labeled in your map. You have to find it all just to get to the content that you gave me for free that I want to try. And even then I had to make a decision. Do I turn back around and fight this other dreadnought or say, screw it. And it's just, there should be an option to turn that off. Like I get it. You beat the game. You want residual content. You want to add more content. This is a way to continuously grind to level up all the, the ships and stuff like that's cool. Fine. Whatever, but allow us to turn it off. That's like that. So we can enjoy the other stuff. Uh, like even now, like do you want to just fly around the galaxy and see what it's like? Well, guess what? You can't because you might fly onto a planet where you can no longer fly because there's towers and 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 villains all over the place because you didn't stop them in time. And it's like mm-hmm. that, that, that takes away the fun. And I know they added like another pack with more more uh, pilots and and ships. And of course, none of this is physical because they've killed the toys. Although I found it funny that one of the characters that they added was uh, Startail which was the European exclusive figure that I had to import and I did an unboxing on Nintendo Fuse. So that character is now officially in the American game, um, but only digital. They didn't even release that figure over here, even though it exists. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm really surprised. I mean, maybe at some point they will. Uh, I mean, it'd be, but it'd be, it's unfortunate that they don't have it yet, but it'd be cool to have like a, an ultimate just sandbox kind of mode where you're just able to just, just fly around and not have to worry about all that stuff because it's it's a really cool world to just to go in and around and explore, but, yeah. but it's unfortunate that you always have to worry. I mean, like you said, I mean, you want it to be kind of real world-like and yeah, there's always this imminent threat, but it'd also be really nice just to, just to fly around and have fun too. So yeah. Why, and that's what why not have a second mode that doesn't affect your main progress that's just... Hey, once you beat the main game, now you get to enjoy this other thing that's not attached to your your, your own main profile, and you just get this other mode that allows you to fly around everywhere. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, uh, especially because they they tout it like, come back to the game, come back to the game. Uh, here's new content. That's the whole point of releasing. Oh, it's Starlink was what October. Uh, yeah. So like, it's now the end of April. So you're you're talking four or six months. Six months. Uh, six months later if you release new dlc it's to get people to come back to your game you don't want people to come back to your game and instantly get frustrated because now there's a chore to do you want them to come back to the game and go hey great you know like there's new content to play and like i said the and the when you do the races there's like different tracks and there's like there's actually a progression system there's different uh leagues you can be in and like they want you to really like spend time there and i'm like this is really cool but why are you throwing these ships at me that I now have to leave my doing the races to go do? That's not fun anymore. Like, don't give me Mario Kart and say, do you want to keep playing Mario Kart? Well, in between races, you got to go clear off an entire level of Mario 64. But you can't just boot up that level. You got to run through every world of Mario Sunshine first before you get there and then run back through Mario Sunshine just to get back to the Mario Kart court. But by the time you get back to the cart, you have to go to another Mario 64 level. And it's like, that's not fun. I just want to play Mario Kart. Uh, and that's kind of what it is. It's, it's just poorly designed. Oh, 
That's really unfortunate. Well, thanks for saving me and some other people some money. Uh, <laughs> well, that, that's a free update. Yeah. That's a free update. Right. But the Star right, Fox, but like the, uh, the Star Fox stuff, yeah. There's like I want to play that. I want to see it. Like it looks good, but you know, it's all it's like it's twelve bucks or something. Mm. And right now, I don't feel like giving them twelve bucks when I know in order to do that Star Fox content. I'm also going to have to deal with dreadnoughts being launched at me by an enemy that's dead. <laughs> right, right, right. That's really unfortunate. Uh, but but um, Jakester has been asking about the game in the, in the chat. As a whole, like we really enjoy the game, like for sure. We had an entire podcast that was uh, mostly dedicated to 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 this game, and uh, it was like just a, a few months ago, and we really enjoyed it, and and we, we do highly recommend it. It's just unfortunate that they don't, they didn't seem to uh, do this DLC very very well. But uh, but who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll update it. I don't know. I mean, is it we is it an outpouring about this? Uh, we looked at it, and they were on like the official Ubisoft forums, they were talking about this back in December. People were irate about it. People were upset about it. That was back in December. So it's been you know four to five months now at this point and nothing's happened you would think maybe with this update there'd be a slider and i I distinctly remember like when you started off they said like what what level of difficulty and like the highest level difficulty has dreadnoughts constantly attacking um and the easiest difficulty doesn't it's like i specifically chose easy just to experience the story so i'm like oh i'm an easy i don't have to worry about that and now they're attacking, and I, I double checked. I'm like, no, I'm still on easy. What the heck is going on? Like, hmm. this shouldn't be attacking me on easy. I shouldn't be dealing with this. I cleared, and I cleared every planet like 100%. So to lose that progress, that would be like collecting all the stars in every level of Mario 64, getting all 120, and then suddenly, you know, Bowser's kids go back, and you have to go do tick tock clock all over again because they t- they they put all the stars back yeah. uh, rainbow ride all over again or or uh you know big blues haunt and it's just like wait what what do you mean i just spent all that time working on those levels i gotta constantly go back so you go back to big blues haunt and by the time you refinish big blues haunt hazy maze cave is now screwed and cool cool mountain at the same time and it's like whoa hold on i could never get a 120 again <laughs> that's yeah yeah that's really <laughs> annoying wow Again, that that definitely puts it in perspective for sure, because that's that's a that's a great comparison, and that would be really really annoying. Well, you know, wow. you you play the game, you know how much there is to do on a planet. There's yeah. the, the towers, there's liberating all the bases, there's building up the 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 bases themselves, which can be attacked and destroyed. There's taking out all the imp camps. There's a lot to do on each planet, and uh, it's just. It's just poorly designed, unless you wanted that super hardcore experience, which I didn't. I just wanted to play the game and enjoy it. Right, right. I mean, it would be like, yeah, it'd be one, one thing if if that's you know the main game you play all the time. It's like this this constant and evolving thing that's always there, and that's that's great. That's that's definitely one thing. But for those of us that, that are those like you that have beat the main game, you just want to enjoy this extra content. Um, yeah, why not allow a person just to just to boot it up and enjoy it um, and not have to worry about all that? And it's just it's it becomes I'm guessing just more work. Than, than enjoying a game at that point. And that's exactly, it's a chore. It be, yeah. Like, I did the first one, I'm like, all right, well, maybe there was something I missed or whatever, like getting back into the swing of things. But as I was leaving the planet to go to the Crimson Moon, and I saw there was another one coming in three minutes, I, I literally threw up my hands and said, are you effing kidding me? Because I just spent 45 minutes cleaning up the mess of one of these. Like, I just want to experience this content. Like, that's it. Like, like come on, give me at least an hour in between you know, like it's that's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. And like I said, within one race of three laps, 
I, I had two walkers go to two different planets. So I'm like, great. That's and it, it took 45 minutes to clear one planet. It's going to take another hour or so to clear a second one because they're going to get farther in progress. Yeah. And who knows how many dreadnoughts are going to appear at that point? And on top of that, uh, you didn't even have fun, you know, doing the race. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even have fun doing the race. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even worth it. It's uh, funny. Oh man! Hey, Greg, how's it going? Hey, Greg. Hey, I like to be part of the podcast now. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys were talking about, but uh, we're about talking about Starlink. the Starlink updates. So, main game is great, but uh, the DLC is kind of uh, a little wonky. Um, but uh, but Barry's experienced this, and not, I haven't tried it yet. So he was just uh, basically warning me and everybody else as well. <laughs> so um, let's get into uh, let's get into this uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, uh, updates because I know Greg, you you played around with this and uh, kind of maybe scratches a little bit of your uh, your Super Mario Maker uh, itch a little bit, maybe making some stages. So back uh, right after. Our last podcast, um, as as per usual, you know, we we tend to predict these sort of things, and there there was uh, there was a little update uh, that we had talked about and we thought was going to happen, um, and it did. And so on April seventeenth, we got uh, th- version three of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and it brought us uh, the new fighter. So Joker is officially there as DLC character. Um, got new music and stage and all that stuff with the with all the Joker stuff and. We also got uh, this um, stage builder that we thought was going to happen from that commercial. It kind of leaked out there. We we talked all about that last year, our last um, podcast, and speculated about that. Um, but stage builder is officially in the game now, and um, and there's also this video editor mode that uh, I think uh, many of us didn't really see coming. But um, you can now edit together uh, videos that you've recorded um, within Smash Brothers and put together like subtitles and sound effects and all the stuff and and kind of publish your own thing so it's it's actually a cool um video editor like it's it's based on you know like your computer style of video editing um so it's actually i was impressed by how much is there and i was like well this'd be cool if it was actually um built in the entire switch not just this game um but that was kind of something that came out out of nowhere um also you'd be able to uh play um or access Smash World now. And so Smash World has, it's an online mode for players to access um, video creations that people have, have created in the video editor. Um, also Mii Fighters and uh, the stages you've been able to create and the stage builder and all that stuff. And there's also were Mii costumes that you can buy and uh, a bunch of new updates. So um, Greg, let's go to you first and uh, let's talk about this this update um, since you haven't had a chance to, to talk just yet since you're just joining us. Um, have you have you experienced the update have you played with uh played around with the new modes and what do you think so far um not quite so much the new modes but i was playing around with actual joker character i just did a couple battles just to kind of get a feel for him to see if i kind of like his play style or whatever um her play style actually i think um yeah uh i wasn't a huge fan i because i don't really play with that kind of like a defensive style because it seems like it's she doesn't really hit quite very hard so i'm used to like the more like the characters that can at least pack some punches and not just do like minimal amounts of damage and you have to like really do lots of combos and stuff to really get them up higher and percentage wise at least quicker than i'm normal but maybe i selected the 
girl version because I thought it was like a female voice, but I don't know. Barry's trying to yell at me in the chat saying like, no, it's a boy, but I couldn't tell. I apologize. I don't know too much about Joker, never played Persona, but interested to try the series, but never haven't pulled the trigger on that one yet. But yeah, uh, it wasn't. Was that pun intended? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not, but you know what? You never know with these things. <laughs> yeah, so I played a few a few matches with the character on on the stage too. The stage is pretty interesting because there's like a, a little thing, like a ceiling thing that comes down, and it kind of makes like the you can really make some like bounce combos in between like the ceiling and the floor, kind of similar to like the lower parts of uh, like Hyrule Temple Castle, and also some like the. Um, giant kirby stage it's kind of like where you can create the some, great cave uh, offensive yeah the great cave offensive is yeah it kind of remind me a lot of that like when the ceiling is down so it's not down the entire time but it comes down at points during the match so cool well yeah i uh I, I play around with with Joker. I still need to to really um, play more with him and and get a good hang of it. I I more right as soon as the the update came through, I I booted it up and and I was playing with the the Joy Cons, which I'm not used to playing. I needed to get my GameCube controller out and everything, um, but I just wanted to get a quick experience of what it was like to play as him. And he seems he's really powerful. Um, I don't know if I call him OP yet. I need to be able to see like how he is against some different players and, and stuff like that. But um, but it, there's there's a lot of different kind of moves there, and it is a little more defensive, and it's more like you know you have the counterattacks and everything that it's too. It's a it's he's an interesting character for sure. Um, Barry, have you got much time to to play with Joker? Yeah, I uh, I wound up leveling uh, or did Joker's classic mode as I usually do with any of the new characters. So I went through all of classic, and that's how I played with him. Like I just I went right in, uh, and uh, I also did the new spirits. Because I had all the spirits already. There's a new spirit uh, uh, DLC spirit board. Uh, so I beat all of those. And some of those are actually quite a challenge, especially that final one. And uh, I thought it was really interesting. And then I uh, I decided to check out Stage Builder. Mm-hmm. I did not build a stage, but I decided to check out other people's stages. And that was a mistake. Um <laughs> Now, I know that, like, I had seen articles about this beforehand, and I was like, oh, okay. But but I didn't see any of those stages. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. They must have been deleting those. But then I saw other stages, like one called 9-11 that had airplanes going into the Twin Towers on fire. And I was like, are you serious? Like, really, people? And then I saw another one copying that one. I'm like, what is wrong with people? Like, my God. So, yeah, that was a mistake, and uh, I promptly turned it off at that point, and I haven't played it again. Yeah. Have you, have you found the one that probably has, like, spoilers for uh, Avengers? You're <laughs> <laughs> no. probably in there. Yeah. That, wow. Yeah, I, I, so I knew of the, the, you know, some of the obscene stuff and everything in there, but I had not heard about stuff like that, and that's, that's really unfortunate. Um, yeah, I haven't spent much time in Smash Smash World to to actually see all that's there. Um, I did play around with 
with the stage builder and and I realized like overall it it's it's good it's cool that there's a lot more it's a, there's a lot more to it than the past versions of stage builder you can actually um, you know play with the the uh, layers and everything is really cool um, to be able to to add all that stuff in there and be able to add your own uh, or to be able to draw your own stuff in there which has lent itself to bad stuff, but, but there's also good sides of, of that to be able to, to draw exactly what you want, um, in terms of your, your platforms and all that stuff, um, and, and additional features and stuff you can add in. Um, but what I thought was weird, it, it was that the, the touchscreen still doesn't work in the entire game. It's only in uh, stage builder and it's still not like fully featured. So you can't do everything with just the touchscreen. So you still need to use the controller or your joy cons to like move around with certain aspects of the stage builder. So I found it was very jarring to be like, Oh, okay, cool. I'm drawing everything. And then, Oh, now I got to pick up the controller, do this. Sir. Okay. And then go back to drawing and everything. So it was, it wasn't a, a fluid um, experience. And I think it would have been a lot better if they really allowed you to like f- use everything in the stage builder with just the touchscreen um, and, and using it in the, with just the controllers is, is if you want to try to draw anything or, or stuff like that, it's just, it's not the greatest experience. It's a whole lot easier to use the touchscreen itself. Um, Greg, did you get a chance to, to play around with stage builder at all? No, I had wanted to, but I ran out of time. I was like, "Hey," and I tried out Joker. Maybe I should try out Piranha Plant finally. And like, and then it's like, "Oh, you you unlocked Luigi," and I'm like, "What? I didn't have Luigi yet. What's going on?" <laughs> That's great. Wow. <laughs> Poor Luigi. <laughs> so sad. He's joined uh, the battle on my game now, so I can play as Luigi. So nice. Nice. So, have you have you looked around at uh, Smash World yet? Have you like been able to see all the the um, not so good stages yet, or anything? <laughs> no, I've only read the horrific articles uh, depicting some of the stuff that's been taken down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get. I mean, I don't know what, how can they recover from this because I think I, I think it's great. Uh, it's a great thing to be able to share our own creations. I think there are some going to be some great stages out there, just like in Mario maker um, that I will want to play other people's stages. Uh, but how they, how do they recover from this and, and make sure that this, that stuff stops happening and doesn't happen again. I don't know if there's any way to do it. I think people like to push the envelope and try to get as close as you can. I mean, people still can make inappropriate stuff in Mario maker. Um, I think it, they have got that reporting mechanism in place and stuff, so it might have been a little bit easier. I don't know if they have that on the stage builder. If they don't, they really should have that. But then you also can get false reports if people are thinking you're copying their stage and all that other kind of jargon. So I know people didn't really like Sakurai's decision before, like on like banning people and stuff, but maybe it might have to come around to something like that if, people are going to have to make false reports or make inappropriate levels. I mean, to share. Yeah. What do you think, Barry? Uh, I mean, it's, it's touchy. Anytime you open up anything to the internet, you have to expect penises to fly out at you. I mean, it just, I think it's like an unwritten rule at this point. Um, I, I hope that it's a phase and then it disappears and people start to get more serious or, or those that are just interested in drawing, you know, male anatomy or terrorist attacks decide, all right, bored now, and they move on. Uh, 
I don't think it's necessarily a mistake because it's actually really good and it really fluently works. Like you could just download, you know, downloaded a couple of people's like me characters and stuff just instantly, mm-hmm. uh, touch of a button. It, it went really, really nicely. Uh, so ironically, one of the few things Nintendo does that runs properly, uh, yeah. involving the internet, <laughs> but there just needs to be some kind of filter. Like they need to hire somebody to just do nothing but like, refresh constantly and just nope 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 you know and just try to take them out as it happens until people start realizing hey you know what this stage is not getting out every time i try to make it it's not not improving so i don't know i think i think it's a great idea i'd like to see more things added to it kind of like how you know they added more to mario maker uh, I'd love to see more things added to it to make more robust stages. I think that will help the longevity of the game because it's it's literally infinite stages at that point. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. But it's a great start. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just I hope that they do other things like break the targets and, and board the platforms and all those before they say, guess what? Now you can use this little pinball thing and and the stage builder. Aren't you glad you waited six months for this? you're welcome <laughs> right yeah and it's been cool to see like there really are some some great stages out there that people have made and like recreating some of the ones that from n64 i think that didn't make it into ultimate and people have been able to recreate them and that's that's awesome uh, to be able to see unfortunately you have to look through a bunch of other crap to to sometimes get to that um is it worth i mean i wonder I think it would slow down the whole process, but even be able to submit them and then having a, a board that says, okay, these are approved and these are not approved. And, and actually is going to take some time before your creations show up on the, on smash world. I mean, that would really slow down the whole process, but it would definitely put an end to, to all that junk. Um, I don't know would they, would they go to something like that? Do you think, or, or is this, or is this just one of those things like the 3ds, um, thing where you sent notes back to, and back and forth swap to each other note. swap note. And then they just killed it because people were doing obscene things on there. I don't know. I almost, I think they get, got sick of even like moderating me at a point. So I think that they're trying to not be so like tight handed on this moderation stuff. So unfortunately, I mean, that is a very viable solution, but then again, you'll get like the, all the complaints like, Hey, why can't I, I want my friend to play my level and, I don't know. It's... Well, you can't you can share levels locally, I believe. Like, so if your friend does have a, a a phallic stage, they could bring their switch over and say, "Download my level," and now we could all play on it. Um, so that is at least an option. But yeah, yeah. Well, at least now they have some uh, some maybe a little bit of money to put behind hiring some people to moderate these things instead of just giving it free. I mean, we are paying a little bit of money for this online service. Um, get some moderators on there who can actually take care of this instead of, you know, the ones that didn't want to do that for Meverse and, and everything else. I don't know. But but I hope I hope that this is not one of those cases of of, you know, the the few inappropriate, you know, bad um you know, Apple's messing up the rest of us. Cause I think this is, this is a great thing because there really are some, some great stuff out there, some great content that people are, have been making, but, uh, but I hope, you know, we get to keep enjoying that. Um, and all the rest of the stuff. I mean, if you're out there, just like, stop doing that. You're messing it up for the rest of us. So. <laughs> some people just enjoy doing that. They like to watch the world burn. Yeah. I mean, they can make it, just don't upload it. <laughs> right. have all the, you can have all the fun you want with, 
and on your own switch with your friends locally. You just you don't need to share those with the world because the world doesn't really want to see those. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, one, the only other the big update with this was the video uh, editor. Have you guys played around with the video editor at all? No, sadly not. I did, totally forgot that they had added that. I thought it was just mostly like the stage builder and like the Joker, and that was about it. So. Nope, I did not. Yeah. I watched a few videos. I haven't actually like fully like made a video yet, but I played around with uh, what you can do, and then I watched a few videos, and it's it's cool to be able to you know clip together little sections of maybe a, a cutscene, and then your actual fight, and all this stuff, and be able to kind of tell this little narrative or highlight a, a particular moment where you really um, had a had a cool few hits or something like that a cool combo and and put all this stuff together kind of a highlight reel and, and stuff like that is it's pretty cool and you can be able to share it out uh, with others so um so yeah I'm, I'm i'm more excited to to see what other people are creating that's that's typically my style i don't like create a lot of content and the, these sort of things but i love to to see what other people have made and uh and which takes me to uh our news discussion so those are all the updates there's a couple news discussions um and one of those actually is about super mario maker 2 and we actually uh, have a release date um, so there's not a whole lot to really talk about. There's been some some new updates and screenshots and things like that that we've we've caught through over the last uh, couple of weeks. But uh, you can look forward to getting Super Mario Maker 2 on June 28th. Uh, so just a couple months away. And Greg, are you are you counting down the days? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's well, it's pretty much like two months from yesterday. So pretty it's exciting. Getting pretty. Sure. Yeah, yep, it's definitely can't come soon enough, and I hope I get a review copy like I did for the Wii U. So that'd be fantastic. Be able to make some pre-stages and play along with like Andre and stuff like and see his early stages and whatnot. So I think that would be really cool. Cool. So have you uh, have you been following some of the the stuff that that has been kind of leaking along the way, and then the screenshots and and stuff like that? Yeah, I saw some like the adverts that were in like posted in Japan, and I think there was another source. I think that also had posted something. I think it was like the teaser trailer for the for the date. So I think it's really cool to have like colored pipes, and you don't need to have like the bonsai bill come out of an actual launcher. Like that stuff is all welcome additions, and definitely makes some more interesting levels. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Barry, anything uh, about Super Mario Maker 2 that you're particularly excited about? I'm actually upset. Ooh. Yeah. No. I, I'm mad that Nintendo chose that date and didn't release it sooner. Um, that is Shadowbringers uh, released or early <laughs> early access date. So I will not be touching Super Mario Maker 2. I will have it, but I will probably not touch it until maybe August to September if I'm lucky. If it came out a week earlier... I would be able to get a lot of time on that game, but because they chose that date, uh, I am not able to touch it. So I am angry that they had to choose that date and not er anytime earlier in June. Uh, but yeah, so oh my, I'm not even looking at anything. I don't want to get excited about it because I know I'm not going to be able to give it any time for a while. So you know, I have to live through vicariously through Greg. <laughs> For shame. <laughs> You're overexcited to buy it day one and start making some money. Sorry. Jake's <laughs> just going, yeah, no time for even Super Mario Maker. Yeah, no time. I, I have over 100 people in my company that are depending on me for that date. So, no, I have no time. 
Oh, that's sad. Well, we'll have to enjoy it without you, I guess. But the cool thing is, yeah, with a game like that, there's still going to be plenty of content uh, for you to play when you finally do have some time for it. Um, all right. So, so not only like that, what that tells me is I, I expect to see a lot more Super Mario 2 or Super Mario, yeah, Super Mario <laughs> Maker 2 content at E3. Um, cause it's coming right after I probably, there's going to be some different, you know, last minute additions and, and announcements right there at E3. Surprise launch that day. Let's go. I'll be happy. <laughs> a demo that day. Uh, or I don't know, yeah. maybe they'll announce, uh, then you can be able to, uh, play all the super Mario maker one stages. I don't know. Um, uh, they'll somehow tie it all in probably not, but who knows? But uh, one thing we do know that is not going to be taking place at E3 is Nintendo has said there's not going to be any new hardware um, at E3 this year. So uh, what do you guys think about that? Because we've we speculated, we've talked about it the last, uh, last podcast that Wall Street Journal said all this stuff is going to happen and it's going to happen this year, but um, no new hardware? Like, would they announce this later, you think? Or you think it's this this no no switch hardware at all? Like is that just a just a big rumor and I don't know, not gonna happen. What do you think, Greg? I don't know. I, I if I memory serves me correctly, I believe like the three DS XL came out in August. And I think it was a, maybe even the two DS or something like that, but I thought it was like a later summer pick. So that's I mean, they usually don't bring console revisions to e3 to begin with so it doesn't really surprise me at all for that and i mean august would still be a good time to be like hey here's like the switch mini or switch pro or whatever and then they can ride that all the way through like the holiday season so if they are coming i I think they i mean sure enough they usually just like do a press release like oh by the way here's the whatever switch mini it'll be coming out in like two weeks or something like that it's usually very short notice and very almost like last minute sounding even though there's a lot of planning and stuff that goes into it but it'll be like one of those things like oh here's the next here's what we're calling it here's when it's available here's the price and just it just kind of comes out somewhat silently so yeah, that's a good point, especially because, I mean, it, what we think is it's, it's going to be just a, a revision. It's not going to be a brand new system uh, per se. And so maybe even announcing it that early could cannibalize holiday sales and all that stuff and throughout the rest of the year. Um, what do you think, Barry? Do you agree? Uh, there was a rumor about the Switch Pro getting delayed due to parts. Or, and, and like when I read that, I was actually happy because we expected like the PS five to be next year and it's actually looking more and more like it's might be 2021. Uh, and I think the longer we can put that off, the more powerful it's going to be, which means we'll be able to compete a little more. So I think that's a smart move as for the switch mini, <clears throat> they got to be careful. You don't want to cannibalize your holiday sales and you don't want to release it early enough that people will hold off. Like, if you release it August or September, you're going to get the diehards that will get it right away. But a lot of people will say, oh, I can get it now, or I could save my money and ask for it for Christmas. Uh, and then that's probably what's going to happen. So, like, a lot of the 3DS stuff, uh, like, the revisions were early. They were March. I mean, the system launched in March. I think the new 3DS Excel was in March. Uh, the, I think the new 2DS Excel was summer. Uh, but it, it just... 
and again, they said no new hardware. They might not count this as new. They might just count this as a revision. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't remember 100%, but I, the S, GBASP or the GB Micro might have been at, at E3, <clears throat> uh, at least at one point. I th- in fact, I think, the, I think the GB Micro was um, shown off on the stage floor with Reggie. Yeah, I think uh, so. So, and that was a hardware revision. So yeah, I remember him coming out and like holding it or whatever. Yeah, he yeah. took it out of his shirt jacket yeah. pocket, um, just showing how small it was. So they have done hardware revisions before D three. Um, it's it's just whether they counted as new hardware or not, and and that's the uh, it's it's all PR buzzwords. And that's what you have to play. You have to play the buzzword game. You have to see what they really mean. And who knows? Nothing could come of it. And we're not going to get a mini until next year or a pro until next year. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. But yeah. I, I don't want to speculate because we've already done that in predictions. And, mm-hmm. and we've done that before in, in podcasts since our predictions. Uh, so I think at this point it's, it's not worth even – giving any more time to until it comes out or it doesn't come out we could say remember when we wasted time on that <laughs> yeah yeah and like jakester said it could be a secret lie but like you said like maybe it's like it's uh, just a it's a like in star wars and a matter of what is it a matter of perspective or a matter of speaking i was telling the truth yes. yeah so um well one thing we do know at least it seems like this is this is the goodbye uh, this is the goodbye part of our, our podcast title today because um, it seems like we finally may have reached the end of the Nintendo 3DS's life. Um, not that it's, I mean, it's actual life because your 3DS is probably going to last a lot longer than 2019. But, uh, but it seems like Nintendo stopped supporting it and they don't have any new software planned for it. Um, Barry, can you tell us any more about, uh, about this new development about the 3DS? Uh, I mean, they've stated that there's no new first-party games coming to the 3DS, at least at this point, and it, that most likely means not at all. That, again, could be PR buzzword um, because we have had several ports. Uh, Luigi's Mansion, we've had uh, the Kirby Epic, Epic Yarn, uh, so Mario and Luigi. So it very well could be another port. They just they, And that's not... Again, they may not consider that a new game. Um, but they stated that 3DS sales fell more drastically than they anticipated and where they projected. <clears throat> and I think they realized that the 3DS, people, people aren't buying a 3DS, they're going for the Switch at this point. And they're putting more of their resources to the Switch. Uh, as of now, I think, and I could be wrong, but as of the recording of this, I think there's only one more physical title confirmed, which is Persona Q2. Um, and even that is is a... A hasty uh, port. What I mean by that is there's no English audio. It's English text with the Japanese audio. They just translated it and they're launching it. Um, And I think that's it. Uh, There might be one or two others that I'm not aware of or or they just haven't been announced yet. Uh, And I do think Nintendo will continue to sell 3DS till the Christmas. So I do think they're going to be putting out, here's the 3DS at Christmas, trying to get rid of their stock, lower price, we might even see new uh, Nintendo Select titles, which again, that, that is a new first party that just re-releases. Uh, we might see like new Nintendo Select titles at the the holiday, just as one last hurrah. Um, but it it seems like 
this is it, the writing's on the wall. You know, people expected the 3DS to die uh, when the Switch came out, and it made it two years, which is which is good. Uh, and, it, and it did get supported, although if you look at the support of 2017 and the support of 2018, you'll notice that there really hasn't been a lot of support. Uh, there's been, you know, 10 or so games physically that came out uh, in both of those years, a lot of them from Nintendo or from Atlas. Uh, and even this year, this year has had four four physical titles. It's had two from Nintendo with Mario and Luigi and Kirby, and two from Atlas with Etri and Odyssey X and now Persona Q2. Uh, so it seems like this is this is it. Uh, well, you know, it's not Yokey Watch Three. I think came out this year, so that's that's five. Yeah. The only the only other title I can see them doing is that Yokey Watch Blasters Two, which is already out in Japan, and I could just see them trying to like push that because Yokey Watch Four got delayed. Um, so I can see them doing that. So uh, yeah, and and Jakester makes a good point. Pokemon Sword and Shield is definitely you know is gonna put the nail in the coffin so it, it's already there but it's going to really hammer it in but yeah as far as as far as i can foreseeably fee- see this is the end of the 3ds yeah yeah greg i mean you, you've been doing the uh, nintendo download you know post every week i mean how how many 3ds games have we even gotten in the download versions this year i mean it's what it's been like maybe 10 all year yeah it, it's something pretty low like that i mean the funny part was even like last week there was one 3ds game so it's like hey there's still like, there's one game in the yeah. eShop, but yeah um, it's been mostly gone like this year but it, it i think it still has a few more titles than the wii u has gotten and the wii u has been kind of like long gone so yeah every once in a while it's funny to even see like uh, it's kind of like we were kind of stuck around for a little bit and now we're seeing the wii u games every once in a while we'll get a new wii u game like oh these poor developers i mean i'm glad you have a develop you know a game that made it to the wii u eShop, but no one's gonna buy it like it's it's like well okay add it to your your resume or whatever you made a wii u game but I'm, I'm sorry you're not gonna make any money on this and um but at least there's a lot of 3ds's out there so hopefully people you know are still buying those games but uh but yeah it seems like like barry said the writing's on the wall you know where this is kind of it's it's in it's it's not dead yet but uh you know it's not dead yet um but it's, it's definitely definitely getting there um Greg, do you think that's that's okay is that yeah i mean i think it had a nice long and awesome life i mean it has a very great library full of games. I mean, you can easily still get a console this Christmas and you can still have plenty of games to play for years down the road. So there's so many great RPG games. There's tons of awesome first party games you can get. It's still got a very, very solid, excellent library from both, both first and third party games. So I would definitely recommend it for anyone that missed out on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I think the the one of the best systems out there right now is the the new 2DS XL. That's a it's a solid system. It's it's incredibly light. It's got great battery life compared to the uh, Switch, and uh, can play all the games out there. It's got the extra C you know nub on there. It's got the extra buttons and stuff, and it's fairly inexpensive compared to that. It's still great for younger kids that maybe you don't want to entrust a, a Switch to. I think that's the the cool thing is with like you said, uh, Greg. You know, it's got a vast library that's going to sustain it 
you know, for, for years to come, even though it's not going to be like officially supported anymore with, with first party, with first party software and, and stuff like that. I think it's, it's got a continued life even after it's dead death uh if you will similar to the game boys um before that so. well don't forget as well that the 2ds or the 3ds are also backwards compatible with the ds and the ds has one of the largest libraries ever in existence so between the two libraries you get a two new 2ds excel uh and especially if you haven't played any game from either of those libraries you have a ridiculous amount of titles that you can play uh physically as well as digitally uh you'll never be bored that's a really good point. I, I totally forgot that it plays DS games, um, but yeah, and there's some uh, like there's some great games uh, out there for DS and and a lot of other stuff that you can try out. And some stuff is not that great, but um, it's got this huge, gigantic library with the DS and the 3DS combined. It's um, yep. awesome. So, all right. Well, and a lot of the 3DS eShop games are also pretty much worth picking up too. So, there's quite a good number of those. At least some of the earlier ones. I know more recently, not so much, but yeah, there's definitely plenty of those games out there as well. Totally. Totally. Yeah. In fact, uh, yeah, if you're watching this uh, later on, um, even even right now in the chat, be able to throw throw some of your favorite games uh, for 3DS down there in the chat and uh, in our comments, and uh, that way other people that maybe maybe they're new to gaming and maybe Switch was their first system. That could definitely be the case, and uh, they haven't actually experienced the, the 3DS stuff or the DS uh, games. Uh, throw your favorite games in there, and uh, as recommendations for others, like like I said, I mean, there's so so many. Um, but that's a, uh, that's a good idea for next podcast. Maybe we could do like a top few 3DS games or something. Yeah. Yeah, recommend it. Even though it's going out, there's still some some great games to play. And yeah, maybe we'll actually uh, do a roundup of uh, some of our favorite DS and 3DS games next time. Sure. All right. Well, that pretty much uh, brings us to the end of our, our podcast today. Um, so before we, before we wrap up, we do want to talk about uh, what we're looking forward to playing over the next couple weeks until our next podcast, which is on... Uh, let's see, May 13th, I believe. May 13th is the next uh, podcast, if I'm counting my days correctly, the day after Mother's Day. So you can bring your mom along uh, with the uh, <laughs> Nintendo Feud Select. That'd be awesome. Uh, we can get our own name on there. Uh, but bring your mom along for the podcast next time, and uh, she can tune in um, to celebrate Mother's Day with us all on May 13th is our next episode. But until then, uh, Greg, what are you looking forward to playing over the next couple weeks? Any any games that are standing out that's uh, going to be on your Switch or maybe your 3DS? Well, it's probably going to be diving more into Smash Brothers. I really want to take a look at like the stage builder and stuff like that that I mentioned that I didn't really get a lot of time with earlier um and it's still wanting to push forward with yoshi i've had very little time with the switch over the last two weeks and i really hope to have that uh ramp up more um i do anticipate picking up mortal Kombat. i think as well so i don't know i just got way too much on my plate that i would love to play and get done so Mm-hmm. sounded like you're also uh not too much time not yeah. enough time thing yeah <laughs> Uh, Barry, uh, anything else you're gonna be you be playing other than other than Final Fantasy? Um, I do plan to uh, boot up Final, uh, boot up uh, Mortal Kombat 11. I do want to play through that. I uh, do, and it's one of those fighting games I actually play for the story. I really enjoy the story, uh, and I enjoyed the story to nine and ten how they kind of retcon things. So this seems to be like bringing things to a head. Um, I've been really 
wanting to sit down with Dragon Mark for death. Uh, and I just, I, I almost picked it up when I was like, no, I'm going to do Reverie instead. And uh, I made a good choice. That was that was a quick game and, and a lot of fun, and I'm glad I did. But now it's like, uh, I don't know. It all depends. It all depends on time. Uh, I don't. I don't think I'm going to touch Smash until, you know, the next Challenger Pack or the next update. Uh, although I think there's a Spirit Board uh, event going on, so I might. I might do that. I'm not sure when that's supposed to happen with the new spirits. Uh, it might even be already happening. Uh, I just haven't checked. Yeah, I can't remember. But, but uh, yeah, that's about it. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I'm spending uh, yeah spending some time with the uh, those that with Smash as well. Um, kind of checking out and try to weed through all the the bad stuff and uh, see if I can find some other good stages to 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 play. Um, and uh, I'll try I try my hand a little more at the stage builder and see what I can uh, create there as well. Um, I'm also I, I like you guys talked about Mortal Kombat. It's already come out. Um, I'm hoping to eventually pick up Cuphead. Um, I know I. I was excited talked about it last podcast i was excited that it's finally come to the switch and um I'm, I'm still debating like do i like when do i get it i guess is, is to try to find the right time and uh so i'm eventually going to get it but it hasn't been yet and it's one of those things i mean it's a it's a local you know a single or a two-player game um so it's one of those things that i can i can always get it's not like i'm missing out um playing online or anything like that and i also know that the uh the next dlc i think um levels or uh, version of, of shovel knight uh the king of cards i think is supposed to come out this month or did it already come out um i think originally they were shooting for april i don't know if it's come out yet i think they delayed it because they? it's coming the same time as the physical and the physical got delayed okay all right so i'm looking forward to it whenever it, it does uh, eventually happen um but i knew yeah originally it was supposed to be april but um and then, uh, yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to uh, to spend more time again. Rocket League and and Smash Brothers uh, will be a lot of uh, what I play and and trying to catch do some some catching up. I'm uh, playing some more Hob and uh, kind of developing uh, my review around that and everything too. So, um, all right, let's see what uh, people are playing. Um, looks like Jared's excited about. Playing with Labo VR, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Dream for PS4. Um, cool. So, Jaxer also said his best 3DS games on top. Ooh, where what's he uh, what's he recommending there? Uh, Xenoblade 3D, uh, cool, and uh, makes uh, makes Barry happy. Uh, New Leaf and Dark Moon. Those are those are great ones for sure. So yeah, I'm interested to, to see what, what games we come up with. Um, you know, we've had some, some big, big titles on our best of the, you know, uh, end of the year, um, top games, uh, over the years. And, and we covered 3ds quite a bit. So it'd be interesting. And what kind of rises to the top over the, uh, overall best 3d game or 3ds games and DS games. So, all right. Well, guys, it's been great to talk with you as usual. Um, and uh, just a reminder, if you have not followed us on social media, be sure to follow us. If you've not joined our brand new Discord, you can also find the link in the description here on YouTube, but you can um, find it all on our social media. Just look at us up and uh, you can find that link as well. We'd love to have you join there and join our community to just talk about the games you're playing, all the news and everything between podcasts. That'd be great. Uh, if you are new to us on YouTube, 
YouTube, be sure to subscribe and hit the bell to be alerted every time we post a new video and every time we go live. And uh, that'd be great to just have you, like I said, jump in the conversation and uh, and join in our community here. Um, one more call out. Uh, we talked about this last uh, podcast that uh, we are looking to add some additional people to our team. So if you maybe you're interested in uh, writing about video games or uh, editing video or if you're a good graphic editor, stuff like that, uh, we would love to have you apply. Um, you can find an, an application to apply on our Facebook page. And uh, that'd be great to have you join our Nintendo Fuse team. If you do like what you're hearing, be sure to leave a review um, on uh, your favorite podcast app of choice and subscribe and share it out with everybody else. Um, but uh, until next time, May 13th, we'll be back again with another live podcast. But until then, uh, happy gaming and uh, have a good night. Good night, everyone. Have a good night, guys.